Welcome to episode 124 of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library where we talk news about books. Yeah. Author news and literary news. Correct. I'm Eric Michaels. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're going to be doing a little bit of a year in review. Now, we've talked best sales. Uh We've talked some hoity-toity New York Times best of 2017. And now we're going to talk about our favorites Uh and our listeners' favorites. You really laid into the New York Times there. Because I called them hoity-toity. Yeah. Well. Are you mad at them? No. For anything? I'm just saying. It's, you know, it's the New York Times book review. It's posh. Yes. We're the voice of the people. Yeah. If if they're posh spice. Oh, okay. Then we're people spice. Can I be Roger Moore? You want to be Roger Moore. Yeah. So we're the Spice Girls. Yeah. There's Posh Spice. Mm-hmm. And there's four of the Spice Girls. I see what's happening. And you happening. want to be Roger Moore. I see what's happening. Someone didn't see Spice World, oh. in which Roger Moore is their boss. Is he really? Yeah. Good for Roger Moore. I know. Huh. Wait. I know. So somebody in this room did see Spice World. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> sure did. Not just because of Roger Moore? No. My sister was a huge, huge Spice Girl fan back in the day. Shout uh-huh. out to Chicken Patty. You mean after you brought up, her to see sis? Spice Girls with you, she became yeah, a Spice yeah, Girls I, fan. Yeah, she was my cover. That's exactly right. <laughs> cool. She also loved The Little Mermaid, and that was at a time when Disney was not releasing things. Right. And so we had that terrifying Little Mermaid where she like dies, and it's really spooky. You never saw she that? She becomes Seafoam. Something like that. In the Yeah, in the book, she becomes Seafoam. Okay. Sorry. Well, there was that sort of like, here's a Little Mermaid movie right. you can own, and that one was... I think it just adhered strictly to the Hans Christian Andersen, which is yeah. a little, yeah. a little risky. Did you ever see the uh, spooky. Little Mermaid animated series? Uh, yeah. There was an episode where they have to help somebody stuck in a submarine down at the bottom of the oh. ocean, and it's Hans Christian Andersen. Oh, my and goodness. And so he writes a book. And I don't know why he decides Meta. to then, you know, kill the character. Right. Like, kill she her saved off. me, so kill I turned her, her to sea yeah. foam. Did she ever team up with Aladdin? Because I know Aladdin and Hercules teamed up. No, I don't think so. Too bad. Well, I think I they... bet Sparks would have flown. You think so? Maybe. Yeah, she's in love with Prince Eric. Whatever. He's kind of a dud. Yeah. But Aladdin's in love with Jasmine. Tossing his flute out into maybe, maybe uh-huh. Prince Eric and Jasmine. Uh huh. Eric and Jasmine. That sounds. That sounds good <laughs> I don't together. know what you're talking about. That sounds good together, doesn't it? <laughs> Interesting. That's some fan fiction. <laughs> we should worth change the subject. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are going to be talking about 2017, but right now mm. let's talk about some of the things we've been reading this very week. Here's of 2017. Yeah. So we're still talking 2017. We are. We are, just not in, yeah. in broad broad terms. So yeah. uh, here's what I finished. Uh-huh. Heir to the Jedi by uh-huh. Kevin Hearn. Hearn. Yeah. So this is the Heir to the Jedi. Heir to the Jedi, yes. And it's a, it's a Luke Skywalker story right after the first movie. Uh, first person, uh-huh. which is pretty rare in Star Trek, Star Wars fiction. You almost did Star Trek again. I know. Michael Stackpole's uh, I, Jedi is also in first person. But that's about Corrin Horn, different character. Uh-huh. First person, Luke Skywalker, and it's weird. It's just not the way Luke would talk or think. or Right. It just, I thought it was a real dud. Hmm. The premise How was, was the cool. hair of yes, the Jedi? It was great. They chased it all around. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought the plot was cool. Uh-huh. I thought the supporting characters were pretty good, but the nice. book itself, just the writing, I thought was pretty mm-hmm. weak, made it not fun. Uh, and so now I've donated it to my local public library. So if you want to read this book that I didn't like, it'll be here shortly. <laughs> Fantastic. I also, and this was a Christmas gift, uh, a Christmas gift that I didn't want, didn't ask for, was very adamant about not wanting this. Uh, and it was gifted oh, to be by my you? by my friend and co-host, Hillary? Eric Donna Mickles. Oh, and it is, is I know what this Super is. Sons. Super Sons. It's a graphic novel about, about Superman and Lois's son, John. John, yeah. And uh, Batman's son, Damian Wayne, yeah. who I detest. 
Yeah. I think only Grant Morrison likes Damian Wayne. Well, we'll never know. I guess I guess we won't. <laughs> so this is just kind of a team up book with these two young characters. Yeah. It was better than I thought. Yeah. And darker than I thought. Oh, nice. It was a weird because they're like twelve. Yeah. And the the plot was definitely not a twelve year old's plot. So mm. it was it was totally it was weird. Right. But if if volume two was put in front of me, I'd read it. But I'm not like a hundred percent in yeah. at this point. Yeah. How how do you feel about that? Uh fine you feel fine okay yeah. uh i'm also listening merry christmas on the overdrive app uh-huh. to the rogue one novelization nice it's pretty fun the reader's pretty good and there's a lot yeah. of uh there's music cues and like sound effects and stuff so nice it's immersive yeah what's your favorite star wars sound effect you have to uh, make the sound when r2's like Aah! that's pretty that good one. yeah let's do it like that yeah okay what about you uh I didn't have an answer. I just oh, wanted to make you wow. do the lights here. Okay. That's embarrassing. Uh, nope. Now I'm on the spotlight. I can't do it. You, do yeah. you have one? Tell me what it is. Uh, I like when phasers are set to stun. Oh, I don't know what the sound that makes. I don't either. That's and Star I also, Trek. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say phasers are Star Trek, but that was, yeah. a little, that was a little misdirect because you can't answer <laughs> your own question. Well, That's I'm true. just going to let that go, and I won't point out that okay. you can't answer your own question. Does RTD2 scream count as a sound effect and not like just a voice? That's like you saying uh, when Luke says, No! Oh, I guess my favorite sound effect then is Palpatine's now, now. That's pretty good. What about Luke's, uh, no, that's not true. Now, that's impossible. Now. <laughs> that's just a bunch of people disagreeing with each other yep. at the market. <laughs> yep. I like, uh, from the new one, I like when Ryan Johnson is like, forget you, JJ. I'm going to ruin everything you created. Oh, boy. Good. I'm glad <laughs> I'm we get so, to I'm have sorry. this discussion. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And I'm also reading Jerusalem. I prefer in. when JJ's like, oh, oh sick, oh, George. No. I'm going to copy every single thing you did. <laughs> now, was this was this red in square oh. one? Oh, I just have to make sure that number of, one is red. A lot of anger. <laughs> Actually, the color doesn't really matter when I create <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Uh, anyway. Can't hear you. I've used uh, billions used, of dollars as earmuffs. Used whatever I could have at hand and I made it. Ham sandwich, please. American graffiti. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Jerusalem Inn by Martha Grimes. Who's was more of a, I'm a also Kermit the Frog reading. George Lucas right there? It's it's pretty hard. And now I think Disney owns them both, so it doesn't matter. <gasps> there you go. Yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> Jerusalem Inn by Martha Grimes, which is our first <laughs> Page Turner's Book Club of 2018. Uh-huh. Uh, Christmas themed. I've never read Martha Grimes before, and I'm actually really enjoying this one. Ooh. I've got to kick it into gear because this book club meets on January 3rd, Wednesday, January 3rd at 3.30 uh, so you're welcome to join us for that if you read the book or if you want to just come hang out with us. And then there, we're going to pick our first patron pick book club. So we're starting a new book club in 2018 uh, where rather than me just picking it or, or taking uh, suggestions from the whole group, we've just got a bowl, a fishbowl out bowl. front, a fishbowl, and we've got little entry forms. And if you want us to do a book for book club, write down the book, pop it in there. And as long as we got copies, we'll leave it in the mix. And each each book club will pull it out and be like, the next one is... so. That's what we're doing. Nice. Yep. The book club, Page Turner Book Club After Jerusalem Inn is, oh, what is that called? It's a Walter Mosley book, The Long Way, I think. The Long Way. I think that's what it's called, but it's a Walter Mosley okay. that we're doing for February. So it's a biography about your jokes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. That's pretty funny. What about you? What have you been reading? Uh, what have I been reading? Uh, I've been reading The Long Way. <laughs> uh i've been re- I, okay so i read did i f- tell you i finished black panther the complete collection volume yeah. one yeah you did okay are you just saying that because you don't want me to talk about it anymore? no i no you did uh that's right i did you're right i did talk about that 
No, you're just saying that because you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I read Star Wars uh, Infinities, A New Hope. What is that? So Star Wars Infinities, Infinities are three graphic novels that one tells A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Yes. Um, that take one event from the films and change it to oh. see what would happen if something didn't happen. Interesting. So A New Hope, um, Luke shoots the torpedoes into the exhaust port mm-hmm. of the Death Star, but the torpedo uh, f- detonate early and not in the reactor. And so the Death Star survives. Ooh. Um, and so it's what would happen if the Death Star survived. Pretty much the same thing that happens when it breaks, because by the second one, there's just a new Death Star. Kind of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it really... Whoa! It does sort of... This this one wasn't well, that I interesting. Really the Death Star was integral to the plot. <laughs> it really is just... Um, Can I take that again as Kermit the Frog? We'll yeah. see the difference. Uh, well, I really thought the... Uh, no, that was Fozzie. I'm sorry. No, I that can't. was a bad Fozzie. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Wow, the Death Star! <laughs> That's pretty good. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I guess Fozzie is kind of like a more uh, well-spoken animal. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's baby animal. Oh, sorry, sorry. Boy. Woman! If if somebody here does not care about the Muppets <laughs> or puppets in <laughs> We've general. We've lost them. Yeah. We've lost them for Jim sure. Jim Henson Company. Yep. It, well, it's a controversial subject these sure days. Sure it is. Sure it is. Um, so anyways, this one wasn't that interesting because it just was kind of like, what would have happened if, if the Death Star survived? Basically the same thing. Yeah. Just different. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I was kind of like hoping. I'd to know what would happen if that, that droid that Luke tried to buy instead of R2-D2 was fine mm, and they just yeah. left R2-D2. <laughs> uh, I'm starting the next one, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. I think the plot of it, and these are each different. So okay. this... Uh, so it doesn't follow the continuity right. of the first one. Um, so this is what would happen if Luke Skywalker died. And I don't know oh. where he's going to die. Like, I assume the Wampa Probably. kills him. So yeah. Wampa's got to eat, though. Yep. Bird's got to fly. Wampa's got to eat. Yep. What if what if Han's just like, are you kidding? I'm not going out there. It's freezing. Yeah. The yeah. end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeesh. Now I've, <laughs> I've lost the plot yeah. here. Um, <clears throat> so I've been reading Sword of Destiny. The second Witcher book. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Are you laughing at the word Witcher? Witcher? It's just a funny. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you're from Maine. Yeah, you got to get out there with the Witcher. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it means, but yeah, yeah. that's what I think of. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on the Witcher. Make sure to tip your Witcher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Watch out for witches, you kids. I mean it. <laughs> oh, mom, there ain't no witches right here. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. Good thing we're on air. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Witcher. listeners just driving by who yeah. are scanning their radio station. Oh, they're long. They're gone. Happen upon the Angelica long radio gone. station. <laughs> All they can hear are Fozzie impressions. Yes. <laughs> Man, it's a good thing. That could be an o- its own show. We just, just a bunch bounce of bounce Muppet impressions off each other. <laughs> okay. So I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't think I could it's do a Gonzo, though. fish. Oh. Yeah, Gonzo's hard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Sword of Destiny. It's the book two of the Witcher series. It's a collection of short stories. Uh, I'm not enjoying the short stories as much as I did in the first one because mm-hmm. the first one was more uh, fairy tales with a like, like his twist on them. Okay, and so you didn't even realize you were reading a fair like a fairy tale twist until like at the, like at the end, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, oh, this was that. Um, but I mean, the stories are still good. He's just he's 
there's less like him just going on missions and taking out monsters okay. and more about us getting to know him, oh, which is nice. Yeah. His friend Dandelion is around. <laughs> Why are you laughing at Dandelion? Yeah. He's a bard. He just goes around singing and telling okay. tales. He's pretty famous. Yeah. So I imagine he has a very like uh, high pitched voice. Well, I, I was, can't. I've been told know. not to do impressions anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, so I've been reading that. Okay. Sorry, my bookmark. Was so slow and boring. Yeah, boy, <laughs> took you a long time to say not very much at all. Shut up. <laughs> all right. Hey, sorry. We don't say shut up. On we the don't. Podcast. We don't. This is a safe place. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some advanced notices. Oh. oh. No, that might be it. Oh, okay. So. Well, only you can know. Yeah. You picked up that X Men uh, digest. That's right. Today at the old Kmart. Yeah. You excited about that? Yeah, it's got Kitty's fairy tale in there. So it's just a collection of like. Different single yeah, issues just of X Men comics. comics, a bunch okay. of different ones, some new, some old. Uh, yeah, they had the giant size X Men Volume One cover on it though, and there's no giant size X Men Volume One in that digest. Rude. So false advertising. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you some advance notices, so okay. you can uh, take these to. Thanks the bank. for that advance notice. You're welcome. Of this advance notice. You're welcome. Read. Okay. <laughs> um, new in large print. Uh, Lisa Jackson teaming up with Nancy Bush and Rosalind Noonan for a book called Ominous. And guess what? Noonan. The plot sounds a little ominous. Does it? Yeah. How? Well. How so? A gripping novel of suspense as a long-guarded secret plunges three friends into a new nightmare. Uh Uh-huh. There's no warning. Uh Uh-huh. Can prepare you. Right. For a killer's vengeance. Sure. Are you excited? Yes. Okay. It's hard. You can't prepare for a killer's vengeance. No. No. I guess. I sleep with a baseball bat under my bed. Should I not have said that on air? Probably not. The first of these was Sinister. came out in 2013 and actually did pretty well, as of I recall. Of the Mr. Variety? No. Of, no. Not that <laughs> one. So if you've read Sinister, and a lot Six? of people did, finally the sequel's coming out four years later. In standard print, uh-huh. our old friend CJ Box returns to Joe Pickett. CJ Box has been writing that new character, a female protagonist. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but Henrietta been, Bosch. No. It's been a while since we've had uh, Joe Pickett. So book number 18, The Disappeared. Wyoming game warden Joe Pickett has two cases to contend with, both of them lethal, in the electrifying new novel from the number one New York Times bestselling author, Mr. C.J. Box. C.J. Box. C.J. Box looks exactly like... A box? The kind of guy who would write C.J. Box novels. Oh. So it's nice when it works out like that. I guess I was hoping it would be like a square head. See, here's where we need Kate, because I can't untangle these books for you, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Okay. Patricia Briggs, uh-huh. with her... Uh, this is an Alpha and Omega book five, but it's also part of the Mercy Thompson world. That's like a Wolf children's animated series. It is? Alpha... Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. This is not that. Definitely not that. Okay. All right. They are the wild and the broken. The werewolves too damaged to live safely among their own kind. For their own good, they have been exiled to the outskirts of Aspen Creek, Montana, close enough to the Merrick's pack to have its support far enough away to not cause any harm. With their elf out of the country, Charles and Anna... Not the names I expected for like feral werewolf people, but well, Charles people. Yeah, you're right. They probably don't call each other Charles and Anna when werewolves like Charles. Charles. Probably not. Let's Charles. take this garbu down, Charles. Charles and Anna are on call when an SOS comes in from the fey male, fey mate of one such wildling. Ooh. Heading into the mountainous wilderness, they interrupt the abduction of the wolf, but can't stop blood from being shed. No. Now Charles and Anna must use their skills, his as as enforcer, hers as peacemaker. To track down the attackers, reopening a painful chapter in the past that springs from the darkest magic of the Witchborn. <gasps> you know yes. what they need? Oh, a witcher. They need a good witcher to get in there. Yeah. 
There's too many wolves out in those woods. Get some witches. So this is coming out in March. So Patricia Brig fans, yeah. look to March. Yeah. Um, I'm on the fence about this next Clive Cussler cover. Yeah. Because it's a little bit more engaging than they've been in the past. Okay. But there's still no Nazi gold or flames. Okay. So. Sure. I think, yeah. Pneumophiles number 15. These days, don't we just call it gold? Clive Cussler and Graham Brown. Uh, the Rising Sea. Everywhere the waters are rising, and that is just the beginning of the world's peril. Uh-oh. Unless the Pneuma crew can beat the clock. The thrilling new Pneumophiles novel from the number one New York Times bestselling Grand Master of Adventure. Yeah. The cover of this is just a nice beach. Right. It's a nice beach cover, but there's a sword sticking in the beach. Does that do anything for you? You excited? Mm, no. Okay. This is The Rising Sea by Clive Cussler and Graham Brown. You can get this in March, and we will have it here for you. That's all I have for you this morning, Eric. Yeah, what's the song where there's like, the t- oh, it's The Tide is Rising. Mm-hmm. The Tide is Rising. You're rising. No. Rising. The tide is High. It's Blondie? Okay. Hold on. I always thought that, yes, it is. The tide is high and I'm holding on. I'm going to be your number oh, okay, one. Okay, now I know. Yep. I'm not the kind of girl. Okay. I thought I didn't think Thank that you. was Blondie. I thought that was the people that sang signs. I can't help you. You know, I sound the sun. Yeah. And open up my Do I? I was in school in the 90s. I definitely know that yeah. song. Also, you saw the Full House episode where uh, Stephanie was starting a band and wasn't taking any of Uncle Jesse's advice. Oh. And they didn't practice enough, so they had a failed performance. But Jesse, you know, he accepted her apology. Did Jesse and the Rippers swoop in? I don't think so. Save yeah. the day. Yeah. Oh. I think he was like, you guys got to practice. Every word they... I said. Yeah. He'll sing it at the drop of a hat. Yeah. You don't even have to ask. Yeah. You have to ask him not to. Yeah. How you was don't grandfather? Ask him to. I only watched one episode. Not good. It was fine. Yeah. John Stamos is, has charm. Patrick Brewster's in that. He's in the last several seasons of ER as Dr. Tony Gates. Yeah. That's all. Like as a handsome doctor? Yeah, he's handsome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What do you got in the New York Times bestseller list, Moan Frere? Moan Frere. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. so this is the hardcover fiction. Uh, no, this is hardcover nonfiction. I tricked you. What yeah, I you said did. was a fiction. Yes. What I'm about to tell you is nonfiction. You know what you did is trick but me. But also, when I read the hardcover fiction, that also counts as nonfiction. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> so um, I think what we're, we're going to see is a lot of books having been Christmas presents. Because ah. uh, there's not a single new release on the fiction books. Mm. And I think that's... Uh, Okay, Stands well, let's see what's popular. All right, so the nonfiction hardcover on um, the New York Times bestsellers list is 10, Let Trump Be Trump by Corey R. Luansk and David N. Bossi. Wait, so you're doing nonfiction, sorry. Nonfiction, you said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number nine, What Happened by Hillary Rodham Clinton. Mm-hmm. Eight, Bobby Kennedy by Chris Matthews. Seven, Andrew Jackson and the Miracle of New Orleans by Brian Kilmeade and Don Yeager. Don't they call the giant robots in Pacific Rim Yeagers? I don't know. I would call my giant robot. Who's not a, not also an enjoyable Yeager, movie. Don, are you going to go see Pacific Rim Uprising? Definitely not. It looks much better. Unless you want to, that I'll be there. It looks pretty good. My wife's not sold, but I'm sold. Oh, okay. Number six, Killing England by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard. Okay. Number five, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil, Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Thirty-four yep. weeks on here. Yep. How many people do you think have actually read this I- and/or understood it? Neil himself. Okay, sure. Neil deGrasse. A few Tyson. others. Yes, that's it. All right. The rest of the people pulled it out of their stocking. Yeah, it's perfect size for a stocking stuffer. That's true. That's so. yeah. A lot that that is definitely a bookshelf book for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right next to the Da Vinci. Put code that on the and... coffee table when you have friends over. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just the astrophysics. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> 
Hey, I actually do follow. I know, him. I know you do. Twitter. Yeah, you're a fan Sometimes boy. he's funny. Sometimes he's a troll. Ooh. Number four, Promise Me, Dad, by Joe Biden. Number three, Obama, by Peter Souza. Number two, Leonardo da Vinci, by Walter Isaacson. And number one, Grant, by Ron Chernow. Mm. I just... Is Leonardo da Vinci really that interesting? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty much what he's known for, that and the Mona Lisa. Right. Well, I mean, he didn't... I don't know. Are people very interested in Leonardo da Vinci right now? The New York Times bestseller list would have us believe that. Well, 10 weeks, yeah. And Grant. Not, everything on there, I feel like, is something Dad got for Christmas. Yeah. Or Mom. Yeah, or he's Mom. sexist SOB. Yeah, you're right. So. Um, my mom, super into... Ron Chernow? Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> is it big? She's a granter. Yeah. It, it was the, it's that and dragons. So. She likes those too? Yeah. Wow. Dragons. So. Wow. Sounds like she's been reading my fanfic. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, he tames dragons and it helps yeah. him end the Civil War. Hey. Then I... he, he rides him right to the Oval Office. Can I, can I read a few of those? Yeah, you can. <laughs> that yeah, sounds great. Can. Is yeah. it a series? Well, it's actually a sequel to Time Fox because what happens uh, is... Okay. You know... We travel back in time. We mess right. some things up. Now right. Ulysses S. Grant has a dragon. So my evil brother Dan Fox does this, and right. so Nick Fox uh-huh. has to go back and write right. the time stream. He's the time Fox, and he needs Ulysses S. Grant's help and the help uh-huh. of his dragon. Uh, you so. know, I've listened to you describe these time Fox uh, stories, adventures, yeah. many times. Yeah, uh, it doesn't sound like Nick Fox ever finds love. Hmm. You know, I think you're right. Doesn't he ever fall in love with a a maiden of the past? Who? Yeah. Whom the the love is forbidden yep. by the time laws, yep. but he yep. can't Her help it. Her name is Edith Keeler, <laughs> and it doesn't uh, doesn't go well. So. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to look up that historical figure, I suppose. Okay. Sure. Is it historical? Well, you'll have to find out. Okay. Um, there's a there's something that says Edith Keeler must die. What's yeah, that? that's what happened. What she she couldn't live. She couldn't go on. Is this too important to the time? Star stream? Trek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so who is Edith it's Keeler? Sitting on the edge of forever. Okay. Thanks for ruining my little <laughs> Star Trek Easter egg by making me explain it. They're trapped in the past. I'm sorry, I'm looking. Kirk falls like in love idiot. with her, and she has to die. Uh huh. Otherwise, well, how am I supposed to look now? I thought Edith Keeler was a historical figure. Yeah. I looked for. I thought yeah. maybe she was a scientist or a yeah. political activist. She was a political act- political activist. Great. In the Star Trek universe. In the Star Trek universe. Yeah. You did this. Are you going to read the the hardcover, hardcover fiction? fiction? I am. All right. Okay. I thought maybe they hadn't changed. <laughs> All right. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Mm-hmm. Number 10, Little Fires Everywhere ah. by Celeste NG. Winner of the Goodreads Choice Awards. Hey, that's true. Mm-hmm. Good job, Nick. Thank you. Number nine, Sleeping Beauties by Stephen King and Owen King. Yes, we. I still haven't. I was just talking to Ursula, who works here at the library down mm-hmm. the main desk. She's a huge Stephen King fan going yeah. all the way back. Right. I've read like every Stephen King book in the last, I don't know, maybe five years as they've right. come out. I picked up Sleeping Beauties a few times, can't do it. So yeah. I asked her, and she was like, mm, yeah. maybe someday. You so. poor, unfortunate souls. Yep. So sad. So true. <laughs> Number eight, Endgame by David Baldacci. Yeah, what can I say? He's a stalwart. Yeah. What could you say? Yeah. Number seven, Tom Clancy, Power and Empire. Dead. Empire. Mark. Mark Cameron. Mark Cameron. Kirk, When's the show Cameron. coming out? Kirk Cameron show? No. Oh. The uh, Jim from oh, the Office oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim from the Office as, what's his real name? John Krasinski. John Krasinski. As show. Jack Ryan. It's on Amazon. I don't know. Okay. I don't understand that world. Number six, Year One by Nora Roberts. Mm-hmm. So this is where her parents one, are killed tragically. Nora Roberts is sitting in her chair and trying to figure out to how to fight crime. Yep. A bat flies through her window. What's interesting is you actually follow the police uh, lieutenant. 
at the yeah. time. Yeah, you think you it's going to be mostly Nora Roberts' story, but it's, it's not. You see it through his eyes. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah, it is. I'm glad it's that he and Nora Roberts can team up, though. Me too. So yep. I can't wait for Nora Roberts' year two, where she has to fight the Reaper. It's going to be pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. And then yeah. Nora Roberts strikes again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, Nora Roberts returns. Nora Roberts, No Man Land. All stupid. Nora Roberts, The Long Halloween. Yep. <laughs> we got it. Okay. <laughs> Batman references. All right. Let's move on before we get to Nora Roberts. Hush. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, The Midnight Line by Lee Child. So. I actually gave this as a Christmas present. Ooh, so to I'm whom? part of the problem. My friend, Ethan. Ah. Yeah. But you also bought this for yourself? I did. Yeah. You're double the problem. I know. That's two. That, you're right. Lee Child didn't have to work at all for no, that. No, no. Number four, Artemis by Andy Ware. I oh, feel yeah. like this I, is definitely a Christmas gift. What? Yeah. What was that in bookmark? No, I didn't read it. No one's read it. Oh. Well, that, was the, that was a joke. Enough people for it to be six weeks on this list well, people have bought bu- it. Buying and reading are not the same thing. How so? Well, you can buy something and not read it. Ah. Yeah. Can I read something without buying it? Yeah. Where? At the public library. Nice. Nice plug. Yeah, it was. Number three, The People versus Alex Cross by James Patterson. Yep. Uh, what's Little Brown? Little Brown must be the... Publisher. The publisher. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, Doubleday has a book that's been here for 12 weeks. It's Origin by Dan Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perilous Quest with a beautiful museum director. Yeah. So uh, do you think in the next book he'll team up with a beautiful library director? Maybe. Mr. Nick Gunning? Maybe. If it's yeah. a 20-something woman with daddy issues, he definitely will. Oh, me? No, he probably won't want to team up with me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, no. You're the beautiful library director. Oh, no, thank in you. The, in the next situation. Well, thank situation. you very much. Because we got some Lincoln stuff. We do. So yeah. maybe yep. maybe Lincoln was actually a Satanist. <laughs> and, oh and he has to uncover ah. that. But then he decides not to share the yeah. fact because people like Lincoln yeah, so much. And they don't want people to know that he worshipped Satan, apparently. Not just worshipped, worked for. <laughs> so... Okay. I'm not saying he is. Yeah. I'm just saying Dan Brown... Yeah, might do that. Suspects. Yeah, sure. because of our linking. Do we have something else historical? Our, we have a bird egg collection. Yeah, we do. What would what would uh, Dan Brown do with that? I don't know, but I can guarantee you it has. <gasps> what if to instead do of bird Satan. eggs, yeah. they were Satan eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Out of the match, little Satans. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing that you've ever said. Okay. Uh, I'm right, just saying. Are... What, what's his name? Robert Langdon. Finish this. Robert list. Langdon has to get to our Satan eggs. <laughs> With the beautiful library director, Nick Gunning. Boy, how hot would those have to get to ca- to hatch, though? Well, with Robert Langan and this beautiful library director, things are going to get very hot. <laughs> so. All right. I'm officially, I'm officially putting a stake in the heart of this joke. Now you tell us what the number one New York Times bestseller is. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, guess what? It's Rooster Bar. Oh, John Grisham is yeah. number one. That makes sense. I actually didn't get that for Christmas. I sort of thought maybe Rooster Bar or Origin would yeah. show up, but no. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't get anything. All right. Uh, would you like to? Why don't we discuss our favorite books? Oh, we're just getting right into the segment. Yeah, we're going to jump we into go. the segment now. So the best of 2017. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll see with some of our... We got a lot of responses, so we're not going to get through all of them. So thank you, everybody, not for sending them in. Oh, and remember, anytime you want to send things into us, it's David A. Howe Public Library on Facebook, uh-huh. Wellsville at stls.org, sure. or All the Book Show on, on the old Twitter. Yeah. So and this is Eric's home address, uh, 555. Just kidding. That's not an address, even. Well, that would could be an address. Yeah, it could be. It's not yours, though. 
Oh, I've given away too much. <laughs> okay, so we're well, going to get to our listeners. We, where he doesn't live. Did you? When I pulled some things out here, they're not necessarily things published in 2017, though some of them are. But a lot of them are just things that I read this year that I liked the best. So yeah. what do you got? Give me one of yours. One of my favorite things? Yeah, one of the best things you read in 2017. Well, according to this list, yes. I gave five stars to the 5th edition Monster Manual. The fifth edition and player's handbook Dungeons and the fifth and edition Dungeon Master's Guide. All of Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. Okay. Fifth edition. Uh, I also gave five stars to March, book one. Hey, that's a book. And Transmetropolitan, book two. Yes. Yeah, so March. Life. March is uh, is civil rights mm-hmm. graphic novels. John, and John Lewis. Lewis. There you go. There you go. This is uh, in our young adult graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read that. That is very good. Yeah. And the second one was what now? Uh, Transmetropolitan. Transmetropolitan, volume, volume two. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Those are the only things I gave five stars to on Goodreads this year. Okay. So I would have to... You want me to say my favorite books? Yeah, just a couple of things. you like. Right. Well, I'll tell you a couple of mine. Okay. Uh, this is on my year in review. This was also the most popular book I read, but um, I think the only like book book that I gave five stars to was Charlotte's Web. Oh, wow. And according to Goodreads, 1,415,280 other people read charlotte's web in 2017 so right. i think i was in good company but i was very impressed by charlotte's web hmm. uh i also really enjoyed big little lies right and keeper of lost causes both were uh book clubs here at the david a Howe public library so nice. big little lies by leanne moriarty okay which of course was adapted into the super popular television series yes in 2017 and keeper of lost causes is one of uc adler olson's uh department q novels very good that one really stuck with me a couple of non-fiction well you why don't you go what else you got anything else you like you want to talk about uh favorite books i've read were arthur c clark's rendezvous with rama i don't remember that oh is that the sperm ships yes okay well i do it, remember it wasn't a sperm ship oh. or maybe it was but it, you, you it described it as okay yeah it right. read like a proto michael crichton in a weird way. Proto Crichton. Yeah, Proto Crichton. We call that a John Lang. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, deep cut. Other favorite thing I read was The Last Wish, which was the first Witcher book. Oh, yeah, The Witcher. Because I really enjoyed that one. Witcher. Uh, yeah. Do, do you want to do the main? No, I think, okay. we're, I think we're good. All right. And Console Wars. Nonfiction. By Blake J. Harris about, about the battle between Sega and Nintendo. Console Wars. Speaking of Sega. Uh, just this morning, I started Sonic Heroes for the PlayStation 4, another gift from the guy sitting right across from me. So thanks, pal. No problem, man. Yeah. It comes with a little... Uh... Oh, yeah. I didn't mess with that. Oh, but okay. Pretty good. Pretty good so far. Um, the nonfiction books I put on the list here were Beetle Lyrics by Hunter Davies. This I talked a lot about this when I was reading it, but it's uh, reproductions of actual like handwritten lyrics to songs. So you can see little changes and things, mm-hmm. and then just commentary on them. I, I really enjoyed that. And then On Tyranny actually did come out in 2017. Handy little primer on things we should remember. Right. In good times and in bad, but especially in bad. So uh, I enjoyed that one. Uh, I had a couple of graphics that I liked. Uh, Spider-Man heavy, it looks like. Spider-Man heavy. Uh, the Spidey, two-volume Spidey series. Uh-huh. Tim Satin High School. You, you got to read it sometime. I know that you never will for some reason. What? It's like Science Dog for you where mm. I tell you I think you should read it and you won't. But two-volume series called Spidey. Set in high school, very good. And then on the other end of the whole spider spectrum, we have Spider-Man Worldwide. Yeah. I've been really digging that series. So you're up to it now, aren't you? Yes. Well, I own the yes. first five, so Thanks, man. I'm happy to share oh, my nice. own personal lending library. And then mm-hmm. actually published this year, uh-huh. uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade, 
which I guess is a prequel to the Dark Knight Returns. I don't know. I keep needing to read The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Just set earlier in Batman's career in yeah. that same continuity, but I thought it was very good. Yeah. I thought it was incredibly well done. It's strange. So we have that in our collection. So that's th- those are the highlights for me. There's lots of yeah. other things that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read my first Mark Greeny book, Backblast. That was very good. Oh, that's right. I kept making fart jokes. You did, yeah. That was my longest book that I read. What's yeah. your longest book? Do you have that? The longest book that I We're looking read. looking at our uh, Goodreads year Console review. Console Wars. Console Wars. Okay. Oh. Yeah, mine is always skewed because of all the children's books. but Because they're so long? Yes. No, because they're so short. Right. My least popular book, uh-huh. nobody else but me read it, was the script to uh-huh. A Grand Night for Singing by Richard Rodgers. Ah. <laughs> What's your least popular? Do you have it up there? Least uh, and most popular? The least popular thing that I read. Yes, I remember seeing it. I've closed the thing since. Oh, okay. All right. It well, was we, definitely we... not popular. Okay. All right. Uh, let's look at a couple of... Uh, listener responses yay okay hey these are my favorite what are our listener responses oh okay unlike you no i got nothing i got nowhere to go nick cares a lot about our listeners so i couldn't even pretend okay so let's take a look here oh well one of my book club buddies uh kendra uh happens to be your wife my wife yeah and hey today is your fifth wedding anniversary hey that's true so congratulations from me on behalf of all the book show to you thank you lovely wife kendra But Kendra, oh, (laughs) Keeper (laughs) of Lost Causes by UC Adler Olson and Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. Kendra, those are also on my list. Mm. So get out of my head. Least popular book I read was Hulk by John Byrne and Ron Garney. Okay. It's a graphic novel. Now, we got a lot of responses on The Hate You You Give. Carrie was the most popular book I've read this year. Carrie. Carrie. People love it. Shortest book, Second Son by Lee Child. 32 pages. Oh, okay. Right. I read that too. Anyway, the hate you give uh, across a couple different social media platforms definitely got the most votes. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of uh, a lot of different things yes, about the, that one. Uh, you, I know that's been on your list. Have you sat down and read through that one yet? No, I'm, I'm going to check that out at the same time. I check out Turtles All the Way Down. Mm, okay. Uh, yes, the hate you give. Uh, Andy mentioned it. Uh, Tina of Cuba Oh, our friend Library. from Cuba. Hello, Tina. Uh Said that gets her vote for the best book she's read this year. Yeah. Um, yes. And actually, our own children's librarian, Kate Miller, is reading The Hate You Give right now. Oh, currently. And she says it's very good, but also very tense. Yeah, I imagine it would be. So So if it were a competition, would you say that Kate is winning? Winning at what? Just reading The Hate You Give? Yeah, reading The Hate You Give. I guess. That she's winning. Yeah, she's winning that okay. race. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's look at a couple other <laughs> uh, answers here. Okay. Uh, okay. S- Facebook user Sarah says, Kindred by Octavia Butler. Have you read Octavia Butler? Have I read Octavia Butler? No, I feel like no. the, these are vaguely sci-fi. Does that sound right? Oh, no. I haven't heard of them. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Kindred was in 2017 adapted into a graphic novel as well so um i love graphic novels yeah this has long been on the list of you know best ofs and now we've got a, a graphic novel as well so that was from good job sarah let's see who else we have uh robin says my name is lucy barton by elizabeth strout um mm-hmm. she won the pulitzer prize not for lucy barton i don't think for olive kittredge but lucy barton was a pretty well-received book as well hmm uh, let's Agreed. see. <laughs> Facebook user Chris says, those feet, a sensual history of English football. He says at least it had the best name. And I have to agree. It's a pretty good. That's a good name. Catchy. Yeah. It's catchy. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, have you read Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson? I've read the first one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Thumbs up. 
Thumbs down? Yes. I remember not being so thrilled with it. Okay. Um, but it was still good. Okay. That is from George. Thanks for sending that in. Thanks, George. The Sellout by Paul Beatty. I didn't... I picked that up. I read a little bit of that. Yeah. That's a hard read. That that one... Boy, something. What did that win? Oh, Paul Beatty's not Warren Beatty. No, he's not. But this one... What? The National Book Award? Or... Uh-huh. It's it's a recent award winner. Yeah. Pretty pretty well received when it came out too. Pretty Man pretty Booker cool. Prize, that's what it is. Man, Man Booker Prize for twenty sixteen and a lot of other uh a lot of other awards for that as well. So I know we have that in our collection because I read that copy. Okay. You want to take a couple? Uh did you read Only Pick the Best. Did you read Kendra's? Yeah. Okay. Uh Diane says Notes from the Universe. Oh yeah, I saw that, but she didn't listen author. I'm not sure which one she means. Oh, is there a couple with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's an if you get caught, you have to read the notes from the universe in front oh, of the whole class. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah. you're passing the notes from the universe. Yes. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, that could be That's a great. sequel. Uh, let's see. So we got oh, uh, Hannah on Facebook says I loved A Conjuring of Light by V. E. Schwab. Well, what is that? That is, we keep it in our young adult section, but I've seen it in adult sections. It's a fantasy series. You've you've seen the book. They're three large white books. Uh, with black kind of charcoal drawings oh, with red oh, yeah. okay. uh, strewn about them. Okay. They're they're fantasy books. Nice. Um, they've been very popular, yes. Okay. Any, so, any movies this year? What movies make your list? What movies make my Best list? Best of 2017. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've been trying to figure that out, man. Uh, Logan okay. makes it. Dunkirk should make it. Should or does? Does. Because you liked it that much? It was really good. Okay. Um... Logan, Thor, Ragnarok. You're going to hate me for this, but Last Jedi. I don't hate you. That's fine. I said, Give in to your hate. But I said I don't. Give in to it. No. I can sense That's what it. the dark side does, although not in that movie. doesn't do much of anything. Is Dark Tower on your list? For movie? Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, that's right. I had some friends who went to go see it, though, but I never <laughs> got that text. Yes. Yes. That did, <laughs> that did happen. Um, oh, I watched John Wick 2. That was pretty good. I don't okay. know. I haven't sat down, and I'm going to see some movies this weekend okay um movies are always so hard because Mm -hmm. you still like catching up with them like into the next summer yes um i saw some bad movies though really yeah what do you got oh resident evil 6 wasn't very good okay resident evil uh what was it the final chapter i don't know i can't help it what was your favorite movie you saw uh probably transformers the last no just kidding i think the movie that i was most i don't know impressed with intrigued by the one that i was like the best movie going experience for me was baby driver Ah, I really like that. Nice. It was very, it was stylish. It was stylish. You know, yeah. that hooked me right from the start. I kind of want to see that one again. Nice. Um, I like some of the comic book movies that were out. I liked Wonder Woman. I liked Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked the Planet of the Apes that came out this year. What was oh yeah, called? War for the Planet of the Apes. War for that the was Planet good. of the Apes. Yeah, because the second really one kind of lost me a little bit, but I was so strange. Definitely back in yeah. for uh, the last one. Well, who knows if it's the last one? The third one. The one. Well, that came Disney's out this buying year. Fox. What does that mean? For that. Fox owns the Planet of the Apes, so now Disney owns Planet of the Apes. Okay. Oh, so, I so they they'll just there. make one every single year? Yes. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, the Apes film? movies are definitely as big as the Star Wars <laughs> films. But do you think they'll make more? Is that what you're saying with that? I'm just saying I doubt if they do make more, they'll keep going with that one. Oh, So why? It's Disney. They kind so. of, I don't know. They will probably want a clean slate of certain things, Oh, I would assume. And Planet of the Apes is one of those things? Well, I, th- I think War kind of had a nice, like, was a nice trilogy capper. True. So even if Fox hadn't been bought by Disney, uh, I think they would have gone a different direction. Okay. With 
the future Ace films. All right. So I don't know. Um, I thought Get Out was really good. Yeah, Get Out was for great. 2017. I, I never saw Dunkirk, and I really wanted to see it, and I feel like I kind of missed it because is it going to be the same in a just watching it at home? Seems like no. Maybe. You think? I don't know. What is your favorite Hans Zimmer movie? Not, not Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. You know what I mean. Chris Nolan? There you go. I always associate those two. Cause do, of, do I count the Batman the movies? Music. Yeah. Oh, well, then it's going to be a Batman movie. Oh, okay. It's going to be Batman Begins? Okay. What if you don't count the Batman movies? If I don't count the Batman movies, it's either The Prestige. Okay. Or, you know what? It's The Prestige. It's The Prestige. It's Presti- Prestige or Dunkirk. But I think The Prestige because oh, I've watched The Prestige. Well, with he's in it for a little bit. It's more Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. I was really into uh, Interstellar, but I don't think that I would necessarily watch it again. Yeah. See, the prestige is one that I have rewatched yeah. and I haven't rewatched inception that or interstellar. Mm-hmm. So memento is very good though. Memento is pretty great. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. All right. Well, I'm so glad. I'm, there. I mean, I'm glad he's done with Batman movies. So What's your favorite Hans Zimmer score? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Is it Muppet Treasure Island? Is it Muppet Treasure Island? Is yeah. my favorite Hans Zimmer score? Yeah. Is that No, it? I don't I don't think so. Okay. Uh I like his Man of Steel theme. Mm. What are you gonna do when you're not saving the world? Yeah. It's the most optimistic thing about Superman in those movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh he he does so the much he, he did some tra- no, he didn't do the Transformer films. That was Steve Jabonowski or however I say okay. his name. Uh oh, you know what? I do really like his interstellar score. That's very cool. Oh, yeah. I remember you wanted me to get that for the collection. You never did. You kept asking me. Yeah. Kept asking it's cool. Me. It's got a lot of organ in there. It kind of sounds like a eulogy for the universe. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. That's... Well, let's look at a couple other user responses. Okay. Uh, Facebook user Jeff says, The Father's Tale by Michael O'Brien. I'm not familiar with that. Canadian bookseller Alex Graham is a middle-aged widower whose quiet life is turned upside down when his college-age son disappears from school in England. Okay. Intriguing. Yes. Sounds interesting. What else you got over there? Uh, Kirk says, Moon Glow by Michael Charbon. Now, I haven't read a Michael Charbon book since uh, The Adventures Cavalier of and Clay. Cavalier and Clay. Thank yeah. you. Um, so I don't I don't know how this is supposed to be. We have it, though. It's the Matchstick one. I don't think it's very fantastical, but I could be wrong. No, I don't think it is either. So I still uh, need to read the uh, Yiddish a novel, Police Union. A novel of truth and lies, family legends, and existential adventure, and the forces that work to destroy us. Yeah. Did you read Telegraph Avenue? That's That was his Pulitzer Prize. No winner okay no i read the cavalier and clay because it was about comic books or yes, so i thought i know yeah <laughs> um but i was pick- i picked that up in the first place because i need to read the yiddish police union yeah. because that won a hugo oh did it mm-hmm. well uh i know you're not supposed to do this but the cover of that i love all the covers really the yiddish policeman's union is really unique and telegraph avenue has got a big red vinyl yeah. record on the front of it so yeah. i'm in i'm in should toss some of these on the book club yeah. I'd love to read some. So did you enjoy Cavalier and Clay, even though it wasn't what you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it was fine. Um, it's just, it was also one of those things where like the stuff that got me to pick up the book in the first place still okay. was the most interesting stuff. Okay. So like when they were talking about comic book history, I'm like, go on. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped. Okay. So I guess like, maybe it's my fault for like pushing them. They're like, no, now we're going to talk about something else. <laughs> so Carrie on Facebook says, it's a tie between The City of Mirrors by Justin Cronin. Have you read any of his? I wanted to read that one. No. Oh, okay. I haven't. Which okay. one did you want to read? I don't know. I can't remember what it's called now. Is it The City of Mirrors it series? Were you thinking? The, first the Passage. Yes, The yes. Passage. When that came right. out, I really wanted to read that. 
And The Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey. Do you know that one? No, I don't. I know of Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. Do you think M.R. Carey is short for Mariah? Fun fact, Mariah Carey is going to be doing the uh, New Year's Eve night again. Yeah, last maybe night not fun for uh, people who remember yeah. last New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, that was, that was uncomfortable. That was something else. Uh, uh, a City of Mirrors would be confusing. Every, okay. I would think every red light's for me, and I would stop. And people like, move. I'm like, do you not see that red light? And he's like, of course I do. It's a City of Mirrors. Hmm. You got the green. Girl with all the gifts sounds pretty interesting. Let yeah. me read you a little bit about it. Okay. Uh, Melanie is a very special girl. Dr. Caldwell calls her our little genius. Every morning, Melanie waits in her cell to be collected for class. When they come for her, Sergeant mm. Parks keeps his gun pointing at her while two of his people strap her into the wheelchair. She thinks they don't like her. She jokes that she won't bite, but they don't laugh. Right. Melanie loves school. She loves learning about spelling and sums the world outside the classroom and the children's loves cells. learning about spelling? spelling and sums and the world outside the classroom and oh the children's boy, cells. Melanie. She tells her favorite teacher all the things she'll do when she grows up. Melanie doesn't know why this makes Miss Justino look sad. The Girl with All the Gifts is a sensational thriller, perfect for fans of Stephen King, Justin Cronin, and Neil ah, Gaiman. Justin Cronin. Yep, and it does have a lot of high high marks here, so it, does, it sounds interesting. Huh. High marks! We've got a classic made the list. Facebook user Trina says Sense and Sensibility. That is not one that I've read. Sense How about you, Eric? Have you read Have you read or seen any of the movies of Sense and Sensibility? I haven't. Me neither. But I have seen Lori's comment on Facebook. She says, Bark Skins by Annie Prolox. Uh-huh. I've seen that here. Have you? Have yes. you read it? No. She wrote uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. And then... Uh, what else do we? There was another one I wanted to read. Okay, well, I do didn't, it. I didn't want to read. I wanted to read the comment. I see. Uh, Katie says, "Every last word" by Emery Lord. Do you know that? No, but I do know <laughs> the song uh, "Perfect Places" by Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there any books that came out this year that you wanted to read but you didn't get a chance to? Oh, man. <laughs> is that were there? Is that yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me just... Uh, I want to hear it. Well, the Neil deGrasse Tyson book I did want to read. Okay. I do want to read. It's still on my list. So there's that. Okay. Uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, which is a, a stories of certain uh, game developers okay. that were written while they were developing the games. Interesting. Uh, I do want to read Artemis, despite myself. Andy Weir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the third Way of Kings books that mm-hmm. came out made me want to catch up with that series. Okay. So there's that. All right. I mean, I do want to read the the Sleeping Beauties, uh-huh. even though it's not appealed to me. Yep. I wanted to read... Um, oh, what's what's the one? Now I can't think Are of it. Are you about to squeeze my head? I was going to... Ah, yeah, squeeze, over here. Squeeze your Stop little it. head and steal all your little. strength. Ha ah. Yep. I can't remember what it's... Oh, oh, Origin. Dan Brown. Dan Brown's Origin. Dan Brown sure. Origin. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you need to do your research. I know. I know you're right. Um, I did read Killers for the Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. So, were you planning on reading Lincoln of the Bardo? Oh, that's right. Yes, Lincoln of the Bardo was okay. on my list, and something else that was released around then. Mm-hmm. There was a Star Wars book. Okay. Are you ever going to read Neil Gaiman's uh, Norse mythology? Norse mythology. That's one I wanted to read. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeesh. Yeesh. Well, just fine. Would you say overall this has been a good year for books or a bad year for books? Do. Do you want me to judge the whole year of books? Yeah. Based off of well, I guess Exit I'm just West, thinking, Killer of the Flower Moon. <laughs> yes. No, I just think, uh, you know, when you think of like 2016, it seems like there was a lot more 
like all the light we cannot see and the nightingale. Mm -hmm. and... Oh, you missed the nightingale on the New York <laughs> yeah. Times bestsellers. Yeah, I, I know. know it. I know I do miss it. It seemed like there was a lot more uh, standouts like that. So maybe this has been a more even spread, but it seemed like 2016 had more like buzzworthy books that everyone was reading. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, have you read this yet? You have to. Yeah, what, was, and I what don't were the think... buzz ones? The buzz were Lincoln and the Bardo, Lincoln... The Hate You Give. No, Lincoln and the Bardo is, I think, just this year, 2017. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. The 2017 okay, sure. buzz books would be Lincoln yeah. and the Bardo, The Hate You Give. Yeah, see, I mean, I I don't know what else I'd put up there. Uh, the Super girl, high. What was the water book? Girls girl. of the Water. I don't know. Oh, Woman in Cabin 10. That was this year. Was it? Wasn't it? I don't know. Was so. that last year? I think it was last year. Oh, That's okay. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> last year had lots of crazy. This was the sequel. This was, uh, uh, what, The Lion oh, Game? Truth Dare. Lion Game. Truth Dare. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ruth Ware yeah, made so me I guess, Truth Dare. <laughs> I guess just based on us talking about these for the last two yeah. years. That's what I would say. Yeah. I feel like even some of the young adult, like, big new releases ended up kind of being duds in yeah. terms of, like, word of mouth. Like, Carvel. Mm -hmm. Like, people read, but... It doesn't seem like right. anybody's like it didn't seem to change anybody's yeah. life the way yeah. other ones have done. Yeah. Uh I guess well, Turtles All take... the Way Down was buzzy, but that was also very that recent. That seems like it's kind of flowered out too. Now it's still think? at the number one. No, um, I know, but list. I mean I don't think it's had a, an instant like Yeah, I don't hear anybody talking about no. it. But also no. I don't hang out with like well, I do hang out with no, teens but, here at the library, but you know, when some when yeah. things like that like the hate you give, for example. Yeah, we can I mean can't... that is everywhere. Yeah. Turtles all the way down. People yeah. may be buying it. People may be reading it based on their love of John Green, but I don't mm -hmm. think that that book has staying power. Yeah. But I've been wrong before. That's true. I think, you know, when I'm thinking like about the, good, the, last Jedi. the Goodreads Choice Awards, <laughs> the Goodreads Choice Awards, for uh -huh. example, in 2016, yeah. almost every category you could be like, well, there's the, at least you could pick the top three. Right. You know, and this year it was kind of like, like Little Fires Everywhere. Uh -huh. I swear I'd heard of that like twice. Yeah. Whereas the year before when it was, um, uh, go on, Colson Whitehead. Underground uh -huh. Railroad. Yes. You know, that was just like everyone was talking yeah. about it. So, Or like when uh, Michael Crichton's Dragon Teeth came out this year. Yeah. Just nobody could stop talking no, about it. No. Like, have you read this? It's no. like a Western, but it's not. Yeah. People were like, wait, what? <laughs> what is it? Yeah. I don't know. These things go in cycles. That. They do. 2018 is going to have Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to revitalize a lot of industry. Do you think it will? And multiple things. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I just read a synopsis right. about it that says... Uh, they'd uncover a conspiracy that could threaten the world okay. in a way that hasn't since the pre yeah. uh, prehistoric times. Yeah. So I'm like, we're going to get Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. All right, that's off topic. It, way I understand topic. that now. It seems like it seems like what's happening with, Books? I don't know, even, even like movies and TV where there's just so many options that it's less yeah. and less that like this is the clear most popular thing because it's just it's spread out so much more mm -hmm. it seems like that's creeping over into books more and more again which though, i think we've seen in 2017 you, you're better at it than i am i very rarely read a book the year it comes out i i've done it and it, it always feels like a lot of work it's always <laughs> it always feels like i'm going under like a time crunch like i gotta finish it so right. i can be part of the conversation yeah i'm doing it because i have to mm -hmm. i don't know yeah a lot of attitude yeah a lot of attitude yeah hmm. so yeah, I guess next episode or ep in a few episodes we'll be covering the anticipated books of 2018. So we yeah. can we can see what's coming down That'll the pipeline fun. for that. Yeah, Feels so like just yesterday we were talking about the books for 2017. I know, but a year has passed. Yeah. Well, thank you to all of our loyal listeners who sent in uh, suggestions. Yeah, thank you for the the ones that we covered, and thank you extra for the ones that we didn't even talk about. Yeah, we missed. <laughs> Sorry, we appreciate it, even if our listeners don't hear them. 
<laughs> well, it's the end of the year. So yeah. I've already mentioned the book club coming up. Uh, our first concert of the year is going to be Peregrine Road with Rachel Bell and Karen Axelrod. That is January 25th. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up after that. We don't do a ton in the auditorium in, in uh, cold weather like this. So when February and March starts coming, we'll pick up the pace a little bit. But we're looking forward to having Rachel and Karen back with Peregrine Road. Uh, what about you? I know you've got your anime club. Yeah. Going strong. Yeah, we're showing the Lego Ninjago movie. January uh, 5th. January 5th. Yeah. So you didn't see that. And I didn't see Did that. Did people see it? Some people saw it. Okay. Not a lot. Yeah, I didn't. That That's another one. It seemed like it kind of was dead on arrival. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're showing it. Yay. <laughs> it's no. your second chance. Yeah. We got a lot of Ninjago books, too. Yeah, we do. So that's pretty exciting. We certainly do. Oh, so. Hey, and... Speaking mm-hmm. of George Lucas, we are showing American Graffiti. That's our first uh, senior ah, matinee of the year. That's January 23rd. Um, what was the thing with the Lego Ninjago is yeah. there's Ninjago on TV. Like you could just stay home oh. and your kid could just watch Ninjago, the Ninjago TV show. Interesting. So why would you yeah. go out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, you know what? This year did for me with books. What? It made me add a lot of books my, to my to-read list. That's New something. York 2140. Neil Gaiman's book, Lincoln and the Bardo. Mm-hmm. Artemis, probably. Um, Artemis, Clockwork by the Clockwork Dynasty by Daniel H. Wilson. Okay. So like a lot of new books. I feel like more books came out this year that added to my to-read list than last well, that's year. Something. So that's something. Yeah. And then, yeah, I can't, uh, back to library programs. I guess, yeah, it's just the end of the year. It's so dark outside. I know. It gets dark so early. Yeah, so it really cold. Is. It really is. Yeah. So this is the last podcast we record in 2017, oh. and the first that airs in 2018. So oh real, a real, <laughs> a real transitional episode here. That's true. Yeah. 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 I'm going to miss you. Thanks for your years. You're going to uh, miss me on the podcast. So what? next week we'll have our new co-host and who Eric will right away. And is it Bo? Yeah. Was was Bo on the podcast a trial run? Yeah, it was such a hit. <sighs> so yep. I should have known it the way you were asking him questions back. and like practicing your uh yep. your witty banter. I was like, he it, this feels more like a test yeah. than a natural yeah. conversation. Yeah, it's not it's nothing against you. It's just sometimes uh-huh. you're worse than other people who are better than you. On the show? Just I've yet to in see everything. that. I've just yet to see man. that happen. Hey. I don't. I don't know who else could have come up with those Satan eggs. That's true. Yeah, that was uh, so. That was unique to you. Thank goodness. Yes. No, just kidding, Eric. You, you're staying around, right? You're going to be here in 2018, going strong. Yeah. With I me mean, unless like side by side, I die in a car accident. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. I mean, it could happen. That, you I don't have snow tires. That's true. My wife does. Oh, okay. So okay. But wouldn't it be ironic if I died in a car accident driving her car with the snow tires? Hmm. Possibly. I mean, not. I mean, it would be ironic. It'd be sad. It'd, yeah, it would be sad. It would be sad. So, all right. Well, do thank you think? You. Oh, no. I was just going to ask you about like things about death. Oh, let's and not. Stuff. All right. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's turn the mics off for that. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Next year. Year. Sick.